Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Nuno Ruiz, designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning, everyone. I'm Pedro West, Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printing projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. Uh-huh. This is a show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects for everybody. Hello. This is the return of 3D Hangouts. We have been out for the past three weeks, but we are excited to be back. This is episode 402. We got a lot of community makes, time lapses, and prototyping projects lined up for you folks today. So we're going to try to run through it all. Maybe we'll go over our one hour mark. We'll see. But uh, we'll start off with uh, welcoming everybody in the Discord chat room. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> there we are. Pedro's got it. I'll get mine loaded too. Um, so yeah, we'll spend some moments to welcome everybody to the show. We started a little bit earlier, just two minutes early, because time flies when you're live streaming. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's say hello to everybody. Good morning, everybody hanging out in any of the chats. We are over at the Discord, on YouTube, on Twitch, Facebook. You can get there at adafruit.gg slash, I'm sorry, discord.gg slash adafruit. Yep. Yeah, we're hanging out there. Hey, I have mine open here. Yep, we are streaming on all the channels, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and the Twitter. I think that's Twitter's Periscope thing. We're hanging out there, but again, if you want to hang out and chat with us, uh, Discord is the place to do it. Okay. It is summertime, so uh, I think folks are all out and enjoying the lovely weather wherever you may be. Um, so let's go ahead and switch gears over to the housekeeping. We got a coupon code for everybody, but first we'll take a look at what is free in the shop. So adafruit.com slash free. You can find out all the details. For if your order is $99 or more, you'll get a free half size Proma Proto breadboard PCB. If your order is $149 or more, you'll get the half size Proma Proto Plus, an Adafruit KB20. That's that lovely dev board with the RP2040 chip. If your order is $199 or more, you'll get a free KB2040, a free half size Proma Proto Plus, free UPS ground shipping for continental US only. And if your order is $299 or more, you get all of that plus a Circuit Playground Express. That's right. The Circuit Playground Express is back in stock. And uh, we have plenty of those in stock. So we're able to give those out for free for orders that are over $299 or more. So that's really great. Adafruit.com slash free. You'll, you'll want to check that out. Um, it changes every so often. So um, while supplies last. And these get automatically added to your cart, so you don't need to uh, worry about any coupon codes. But if you would like a coupon code, we have one this week. You can use coupon code ULTRAHAND to get 10% off your total order. This works on all physical goods in the Adafruit shop, so uh, check that out. And we'll have one later tonight, too, on Ask an Engineer. This coupon code is good for the next 24 hours. So that is... Uh... Pretty much the housekeeping. All right. Keep it short because we got a lot to catch up on. 
Hello, New Wester, hanging out. Yeah, we are back. Um, a little personal note. Um, I got sick, so I am back now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, there uh, was a couple of things. We had a one-week vacation, and then um, I think before that, we had some maintenance here in the apartment complex, so I couldn't do... We were running alarms, so I just couldn't do a live stream. And then I got sick, so that's why the three weeks um, we were out. But we are back. While we wore out, though, Pedro released a very cool project that we'll chat about. And uh, we'll jump back into Discord after we talk about the project. Or do you want to take some comments? Oh, it's been a while. You want to do comments? OK. Let's see. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. We actually did a whole video on services for 3D printing. We did? Success, Charles. Okay. Yeah, there's plenty of 3D printing services if you don't have a printer. Um, you could check out uh, local makerspaces if you have access to those. Um, PCBWay is a good one. Uh, we like PCBWay. They do more than PCBs. They have plenty of materials to choose from. Um, I think they're going to have hmm. the most reliable service with a pretty affordable um, service. So definitely check out PCB way. Um, yeah. Yep. Now cool. Let's oh. go ahead and oh, good morning. Greetings. Uh, Rosin and hair. Dwester, Charles Swab, and of course, Yanni. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Go. Cool. Right, cool. Go ahead and jump into this week's project, or two weeks, three weeks ago? Some weeks ago. Google Projects yeah. still making the rounds. We have the Ultra Hand from Legends of, Zera Legends of Zelda. Oh my God, Tears the of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yep. Do that again. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It is the Ultra Hand, the new ability that Z uh, Link has by default when he wakes up after. He always has to like get knocked out huh and then wake up and be like what happened where am i mm -hmm. yeah that's <laughs> this time he wakes up with a totally different right hand belonging hand. to ryu he wakes Ru up and Ru he has ryu's hand and it is the ultra hand give the ability to levitate it takes over from was it the uh, magnesis and the other mm -hmm. abilities that were in uh, breath of the wild so that's your new ability now. You can lift objects, you can move around, and you can glue things together. So it is definitely like a maker, like maker, maker abilities. Yeah. So that's one of the coolest things, letting you make all these uh, vehicles and all these weapons and stuff with the Ultra Hand inside the game, of course. So what we're using here is the um, LED noodles. Sorry, let me do that again. We're using the LED noodles to uh, illuminate the inside channels that I have in this wearable armband of course it's all 3d printed it is again this is in two pieces so you have your uh like your hand part and then the rest is all one part for your arm the led noodles run all through the channels that let me turn this off and kind of see or actually let me go over to the overhead right here where you can kind of see where all of the channels for that is. So all we do is just press the LED noodles into all the channels in here. Of course, my arm, like that, you can see it goes wraps all the way around. And 
fact, I should be showing the little one here too. Ooh, we have one. two different sizes. Uh, this was uh, Gavin's idea. He's he's mainly been the one who's been playing all of the the uh, Tears of the Kingdom game, um, and he requested this since it is like the main thing that you see in the video game. Uh, so we have two different sizes. It is uh, parametric, so you can update the uh, the radiuses for I think it's three different. Um, circles that you update to uh, get your wrist and then your arm to update that. So you can make a smaller one or a bigger one if you have you just have like guns that aren't going to fit in the bigger one. <laughs> mm -hmm. By guns, I mean like your big arm. <laughs> so um, yeah, LED noodles. There are three LED noodles that are soldered uh, in series. So negatives going into the positive and then we have a resistor to limit how bright it is. Because these are so freaking bright, um, even brighter than they appear on the camera here when you don't have the resistor. Oh, yeah. So to power all this, we're going to need a 9-volt battery since uh, these are pretty power-hungry. And inside this little cover here is the little 9-volt battery pack. For, for the arm part, we have a coin cell battery since it is just one noodle that's uh, wrapping around in here. Uh, it is being able to power by 3-volt. A little point cell battery on there. We have uh, two different uh, slide switches to turn on and off here. Um, and I like how uh, like how this fits. Took quite a while to get all of the insides and all of the modeling nice and smooth, so you could actually put this on and not have anything poking you. So lots of uh, very happy with that. And then uh, no glue needed for the channels on this. So if you wanted to, um, if you wanted to swap this out because of, of course as soon as i was done with the with this gavin was like can i can you make them blue instead <laughs> so we we're able to rip these out and swap them out for a blue uh, led noodles um what else can we talk about uh have like a little rubber band here but not really needed and we're able to bend your arm on this really like that they uh, made designed it in the game to be um you know wearable <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's see what I was going to talk about for this guy. Um, yeah, I guess we can look at the model or if anybody has any questions. It is a super cool cosplay uh, prop to go along with your costume and be like Link and build something. Mm. Cool. Go back over here. Bam. So cool. Super Yay. happy with the way this came out. Got some detail on the cover here. And then I was saying this pops out. You have access to your 9-volt battery in there. Uh, screws are holding onto this little holder here. And on mm -hmm. the back side, if I take this off, since this is press fit in there, you do have, I'd added these little holes or channels in here so you could pop out the battery pack if you need to swap it out for some reason. Um, yeah. The way that this is soldered, uh, some of the junctions do require you to make like a uh, right angle connection so if these easily soldered together that way as well and what else there's the resistor on this one so you can either add that to the top here or um, the, the start or the end of uh, the led strip yeah so limit the power on that again it is so freaking bright even with uh, the resistor that i have on here I recommend um, either a 40 or a 100 ohm resistor uh, 
uh, anything more like a 220 or anything, it's, it's going to start looking very dim. And mm -hmm. one of the things that we really like about the noodles is that it looks really bright in direct sunlight, something that you could not ever do with the uh, EL wire. Um, you would have to have like a lot more to power it. And then you have like this humming noise and all that. So yep. definitely a lot more better than uh, what we had to do before in the past with the L wire. Um, what else? Um, yeah, just super smooth. We're using the copper uh, PLA, not copper filled, just copper in the color. So it's just regular PLA has a little bit of a metallic shine. So it might have some like uh, glitter or something in there, some additives and make it a little bit shiny, but it's nice and strong. Uh, because we do have to print this with supports uh, the way that um, this little guy is right here. You can kind of see that uh, this needs to be held up with supports. There's, I mean, I guess you could bring it in after you're done modeling it. Do um, I don't know. Could you do that infusion where you do the sheet metal to sort of like flatten this out? Yeah, I think you could. You could do that, but then you'd have to print in Ninja Flex and then mm. I don't know, the whole another rabbit hole that you'd have to go through there yeah. to get this to jump back into having it be, you know, a, a cylindrical shape. So yep. it's up pretty well. Um, I do go over all the support settings in that. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into the learn guide, I guess. Super easy. Uh, real quick, we have a question from oh. her brain. How long is the battery life? Um, I don't know. This has been going, I've not switched this battery out. So, and we've went to animal kingdom and we're doing a lot of shots over there. Uh, for filming it here for assembly. I mean, it's been going for a while. Yeah. Well, what I like is that it is a nine volt with a battery holder, so you can swap it out pretty easy. Super easy, yeah. And so uh, rechargeable. What, what is the out. nine volt capacity? Uh, this one is a, it's the one, I'm using the one that we have in the shop. The nine yeah, the volt. alkaline one's probably better yeah. than the, uh, it's got five milliamps. So it's like a 500 milliamp battery. Mm -hmm. um, probably you're, you're gonna look at several hours. I think uh, DJ Evan came on show and tell and had like some charts and showing how oh. just how long a noodle can stay on. Oh wow! The coin cell. He he had several hours. So with the coin cell. With the coin cell. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's gonna be pretty good. All right. Cool. All right. Let's see what else. Okay. Um, if you want to queue up your screen. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the learn guide for this guy. Click on add stream. All right, cool. Here we go. Here is the learn guide for this. Uh, just a little overview of it. Um, here is what the size comparison between those two look like. Uh, so this does fit a three-year-old up to a 10-year-old. So very happy that we got a nice wide range of it fitting. Let's see. And then, of course, you could choose any of the colors that you want. Uh, he wanted blue for this one. And the parts list, not too crazy here. You're going to need the uh, three of the noodles, uh, the 9-volt battery, the socket, and plug uh, as uh, JST connections. So the 9-volt battery pack comes with a barrel connector that you're going to have to swap out for one of these. Um, just to make it a little bit smaller. Uh, I guess you could go to the other way around to get like a barrel connector, but now nah, that's getting too big. Mm -hmm. And then the coin cell, uh, single coin cell, I did not know we had these with the little on and off switch. This worked beautifully for that. 
And this is a single uh, CR2032 20 millimeter coin cell battery holder. Uh, now we do have longer um, noodles for this, but they're 12 volts. So oh, yeah, they're not going to be able to get be powered by that. So yeah. do, don't get those. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they only come in one color. And uh, if you want to match what the game looks like, you pick up one, three of the 300 millimeter long okay. uh, lime green or blue. It looks cool in red too, or pink. I tried it in pink when I was uh, prototyping it. And we're saying here is the uh, connector, just JSTPH2, and the um, socket and the plug, uh, JST. And no cutting for these. These are just long enough to uh, connect to the noodles and the battery. Mm. Like I was saying before, the 9 volt alkaline, we stock, that's all I'm using here. And then the coin cell battery. Uh, using the 10 ohm resistor here. Uh, you can go up to, like I said, about 100. It's when it starts getting dim. So, And then uh, elastic rubber band to hold it on. But as you can see, it, Gavin didn't even need a rubber band to hold it onto his hand. And yeah, your favorite Link getup. There's so many to choose from. And there you go, your freaking Link. <laughs> hey. 3D printing. Here is the parts list. couple of parts. Uh, I didn't put how long it's going to take, but it is going to take quite a while, especially for all of the supports that are going to be needed uh, for all of the overhanging parts. Um, typical settings here. The only things to highlight really is the layer height. Just to speed it up just a little bit, it is at 0.25, but you can't even tell. It um, still looks mm. pretty smooth. Uh, do a brim line so it gets held in. You can see how you were asking earlier, Noah, if... Uh, I've mm -hmm. been experimenting with um, the tree supports. Yes. Tree supports. Uh, for this one, just because of the way that um, it has to go like on the inside, I don't think it would make a big difference or would save any more. Mm -hmm. And I'm already saving a bunch because of support density for this. Even though it looks like it's a lot, it's only 6%. So it's like literally one line of support. Mm -hmm. okay. And it's the extrusion for the support is um, 0.2, so it's very thin. Uh, you can just pop, you know, flick it right off. Uh, this poor angle, because a lot of the uh, modeling that I did for it, it is, uh, you know, within the, the 90 degrees, so you are able to support up to 50. So you don't need to support so much, or you don't need to add so much support material. I'm gonna turn off your interface to say so you have like a clean. Uh, bottom and then the roof just so you have something to support that uh support z distance is 0.21 just so you have a little bit of separation make it easier to remove there are some people asking what the support is for this some of the videos that i posted me removing it they were like oh my god that was so easy it's like yeah man you gotta mm -hmm. spend time and figure out what your optimal minimal support settings your printer can handle so you don't have to so things don't fuse. You're not using like so much supports. The default for the density even settings, I think it's like 50% or something like that. It's like, dude, that's so much. You don't need all of that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, definitely uh, play with these settings. Uh, you might be surprised on how little support you need. And then one thing I didn't put on here, I think the, um, the brim, there is a brim on the supports. You just enable that in your slicer. So it has a, uh, more adhesion to the bed when you're printing out. 
Let's see, circuit diagram for this, like we were saying, it is. Oh, oh, one thing uh, I want to mention: um, the STL files that you download, they have names. So to kind of tell the two versions apart, you just want to read the file name. So you have uh, in the file name, it'll say small. So the small means that that's the small version. And everything that isn't labeled small is the kind of adult version. It so, says it right here. Small edit, small design. Yeah, and they're two different um, large. They're two different uh, shared files that you can download. If you want the source file, you can grab uh, the Fusion mm -hmm. 360 file. Uh, or the uh, the step file is also available on the printables. So you can go to our printables account and get the step file if you want to use something like FreeCAD or SolidWorks or something else, you can modify that design. And the sketches should be uh, should be there uh, as a part of the step file. Mm -hmm. um, but if you want like the features to adapt, you'll want to use Fusion 360, which is free yeah. still. The hobby license version is still free. Mm -hmm. You can modify that. And you can tweak any of the uh, any of the kind of mounting holes or anything like that. But yeah, Pedro is uh, looking at the um, the browser view of it. So mm -hmm. you can view the model in the browser and then you can use the download button. You can highlight that up there. There's a download button so you can download it in Fusion or whatever. Yeah. It'll just email you a link. And this is why we there like saying that it's open source because. Yeah, there is a step file. file. Yeah, my yeah. favorite is step format because yep. like, yep. I use that a lot for our PCBs. Mm -hmm. uh, OBJ, if you want to use the mesh uh, modeling, like. Uh, mm -hmm. Blender is a good open source. Yeah, that this would work with Blender. Up. So there you yeah, go. Blender, I mean, I, I don't know how much more open we can be with this. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, you can bring yeah. in a Tinkercad to mess around yeah, with it. Yeah, you like. could. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing to highlight: uh, there's several mounting points, so you can choose which way you want to uh, have the um, the noodles follow the channel. So it is sort of a game of array. The maze which way do we go so we can utilize all of it you know mm -hmm. yeah there's some portions i should add in more where it's double the thickness so that um you can because we can't cut the noodles one important no. thing to say yes. we cannot cut these guys so i had to strategically make parts where um you could like fold over i'll show it on the smaller one right here actually i think it's hidden mm -hmm. yeah it's hidden behind the battery mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you can kind okay. of see it right here yeah where it sort of doubles up uh, let me turn it off see how it loops right there yeah there you go just so you can you know get to the end without having all this access left over um, so there are going to have to be some strategic like maze type yeah the placement uh, right yeah replacement of the inside of the channel and there was one more thing i was going to say about the size I cannot recall <laughs> that's fine oh uh yeah okay going on the circuit diagram like we were saying before uh, these are wired in series meaning that negative is going into positive just going that way and then right at the end will be a one that has positive and one that's negative put the resistor on the negative side and then for the um, the hand the coin cell a little smaller one it looks just like that yep okay and like i said before i use the 10 ohm you can go up to about 100. I think at past 40, I think I tried off like a 47 ohm one. And 
uh, that's when it starts getting uh, past 40 is when it starts getting a little bit dim. So I would go around 10 or 40. Uh, I do want to mention the noodles um, have, let me see if I can share my screen real quick. There's a learn guide dedicated to the noodle. And yes. there's like a little graphic. You definitely want to check that out. Yeah, oh, I actually, yeah, I stole this and put it in the. Um, oh, you did. Yeah, where did I put that? It's probably in the assembly page. Yeah, right? in the assembly. It's the very first yeah. thing. Yeah, so you can. Yeah. Go anyway, there. The, the easiest way to tell the positive from the negative is that there's a little hole mm -hmm. in the pin of the noodle, and that that pin that has the hole is the positive. So that's how you can tell what's mm -hmm. negative and what's the positive. And, you can also uh, mark it because once you add solder to it, you're not going to. Oh yeah, it. then it's going <laughs> So definitely, um, the uh, the oil based sharpie uh, works good because this is like a silicone. Oh, really? uh, oh, yeah. Or I guess you could put like a little piece of tape on there that hopefully doesn't rip off. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, this is basically what the um, the hand uh, circuitry looks like. Super simple, but the uh, craft is in you know designing something that'll look cool into. And then uh, in that Uber guide, it shows you how what code you would need if um, you wanted to dim uh, in and out. You did this for the noodle lamp. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's like slowly pulsing. Mm -hmm. so yeah. Add some yeah, code like right that. Yeah, digital control. Yeah, or Arduino or CircuitPython. Yes. This does a nice pulse here. Mm -hmm. Fade, fade in and out. And you could also use a uh, Ooh, a controller. Yeah. One of these uh, LED drivers. So. Which I think Liz, um, did she use that on the, where she was doing, it was like sound activated based on the um, the synth that she was using. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's listed there. So if you want it to be audio reactive, there is a way to do that as well. To check out Liz's guide for that. Mm -hmm. Yep. But this one's super simple. It's just battery. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what Lamar suggested too. Is like, let's just have it turn on and off. So folks exactly. can, uh, who are just starting out don't have to worry mm -hmm. about you know, flashing their microcontroller. Exactly. Yep. So cool. let's see, starting off, we'll take the um, socket uh, JST uh, uh, negative wire and we'll just attach the uh, resistor and one of the, or the negative side of the um, noodles onto that. And we can solder all of them together like so, just Tin each side and then heat both sides up, like laid on top of each other, and then solder them together. That works pretty well. Uh, and then you definitely want to see how there's like a line sort of in there. Just make sure it's not like all twisted like that, because then you're going right. to have the distance going to try to fold back into shape and not go into the channels. So these are not perfectly circle, they are sort of oblong. And mm -hmm. the channels are designed so that it, it is like sort of thinner on one side so you could stick it inside and then uh, it's held on because of the silicon. It's a little bit grippy so that holds it in, but just make sure you're not twisting it. You, know, tw you yep. can kind of see how it's twisting there. You wanna make sure that the little line that you see there is nice and straight. Even when you're going over the curves, you wanna make sure that that maintains straight and you're not, when you go over the curve, you don't wanna bend it because then it's gonna pop immediately off. Yeah, that's just one thing to know. Yeah, well, I think once folks get their hands on the noodles, they'll they'll understand like what what's the right orientation for them, and like mm -hmm. you can c clearly see where where the center line is, and yeah. that's where the actual LEDs are wired up. 
so yep. you can and get a good idea of just yeah, you don't, seeing it. Yeah, you don't have to worry about like uh, it lighting up one side because it's so bright, it's going to illuminate like right. the entire uh, noodle. So there isn't really a, a dark spot. You yeah. can tell on camera anyway. <laughs> yeah, just uh, it's blown out. <laughs> All right, cool. Yep, we'll channel that through. And like I mentioned before, there is going to be a section where I have to double up. And I'll show that in this photo here. Whoa, whoa, what's going on? Oh, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm clicking on the wrong, I'm clicking on the preview instead of the actual browser. What is? Oh, that's funny. Here it is. God, there. Here, here you can more clearly see. Oh, yeah, that's a good photo. Looping around. Yeah. Yeah, you can almost see the individual LED. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, diodes, yeah. Yep. And here you can see that I got it a little twisted, but that's really to, uh, to use its, its, uh, its want to you know, twist back into shape to keep it in the channel. Yeah. So you can't sure, yeah. like that. Okay, going back. Uh, pretty much just pop them all in or press fit them into the channels. And the one thing that I did not have space for is the JST uh, wires on the inside. Um, I could have created channels on the inside, but then I'd have to go back in and create like the geometry to get the way that the channels are flowing in and out is, you can look at the timeline, it's <laughs> not fun. <laughs> so I was like, man, I'll just hot glue these in place. So that's what we're doing here, just so that when you put them on, you know, they're you don't have a chance of these coming off oh, yeah. snagged on the outside, especially for the kids. So I just hot glue those into place. That should go on there pretty nice. And it'll still maintain the nice smoothness when you uh, put them on. After that, we can use um, two 2.5 by six millimeter long screws to attach the little battery holder plate to one side of the um, where these little three holes are, so you can align that. And then we will prepare our um, nine volt battery pack. Like I was saying before, it comes with a barrel, um, which, you know, it would be big if we got the other end to match. So we stepped it down using the uh, JST two pin. We can have it a little bit smaller for connections. And that should look like that. And then we just simply plug those in the battery pack uh, press fits into the little holder yep. and then you can just put the cover right over it to you know sort of hide it yeah this blends in so mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't pop it doesn't stick out <laughs> yeah it's color's a little bit different and then for the um wrist part or your hand part uh same deal here uh here's all the parts for the battery holder a little cover to cover that up as well and then the just one noodle I just want to get that into the channels as well. This one uh, be kind of a little little tricky <laughs> in terms of getting the right, you know, I guess going through the maze on which mm -hmm. way to utilize the entire uh, strip of the noodle so you don't have any access uh, left over. You can kind of see there I have a little bit of access right here. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just sort of bending that over uh, since I ran out of uh, the channel. Um, I guess I could double up right here too. Um, mm, but yeah, okay. that's the only challenging part for these, just getting the channel to go into the right uh, little maze, <laughs> yeah. right path to utilize all of it. 
and then we'll screw on the uh, coin cell. Uh, same deal with this. If it if your tolerances are too tight, you do have a space on the back here, so you can you know use a, a tweezers or something to pop out the entire um, battery yeah. holder when you need to switch out the batteries. And that's pretty much it. Uh, you can get some elastic. You are going to need uh, the elastic bands for this. You can put this on your hand. Uh, it goes on pretty simple like that, and you should have um, reach to be able to turn that little guy on like that. Cool. And there's your Iron Man esque. Uh, repulsors exactly, yeah. <laughs> on the outside, yeah. <laughs> and that is pretty much it. Nice little simple assembly. And the toughest part is just the channels. And for me, it was modeling and getting the sizes right. Mm -hmm. and I think the time, I believe it's like 20 hours or 15 hours, something like that, just for the armband part, whether it's the small one or the bigger one. And man, it looks fantastic. We were saying out in the daylight, Looks, yeah, it's very bright. Looks very nice. Um, cool. Let's see. All right, all the files are available in the learn guide. Yes, definitely check out um, the Uber guide for the noodles if you want, you know, more code and um, more information on the noodles. Um, they are most of them are in stock, I believe. Some of them might be out of stock, but we're still getting... I mean, the ones that I used are all in there. Okay, so green. The only thing not there is the, this guy here. Oh, okay. All and right. you can... The replacement for that would be just the extender. The JST extender will come with both. You just got to size that down. Yep, yep those are in there. Oh, right. no, those oh, are out of stock, too. No! Um, maybe DigiKey has them. Oh, wait, you can get this other one here. Yeah. Or same? Amazon. Oh, actually, no, this is the correct one. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. And the noodles, just search for nudes and you can see all the colors. Red, green, white, two different whites, warm white, cool white, uh, or yellow, and a blue, and pink. So there you go. Okay. Yeah, and they look like they're all in stock. Yeah, they are. Look at that. Yeah, they were out of stock for a minute, but hey, they're back. So that's good. Oh, right. And any other Discord? Do you have any questions? Uh, the hair says that they're going to use the TL43 as a current sync instead of the yeah, resistor. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see yours printed okay. out. Cool. Let your kid try it out, too, if they are a fan of the Zelda. I was looking at um the On This Day, and it was Gavin, as a baby, wearing the Link little shirt that oh, i made right. him it's like oh my mm -hmm. god this kid has been leak his entire life <laughs> yeah, for 10 years yeah he's 10 years old <laughs> matches what link is in the video games right there's is he a kid oh. in the wind waker right i think so yeah it was like baby link. Kid, yeah. we need a grandpa link to still oh. turn things off from the future I see that where they they show like a timeline of what grandpa link. the links yeah that's what they're missing grandpa link yeah. and then the <laughs> Link has a kid. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, last week's project or two weeks ago now? Two, three weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Let's go ahead and jump into what we're prototyping. Yeah, we got a lot. So uh, you've been talking a lot, so I'll share my thing real quick. Yes. Uh, for next week, we have a SnapFit case for the Feather DVI. 
This is the uh, Feather RP2040 with the DVI HDMI port on the back there. So I just want to come up with a little case. There's a slot on the back here uh, for any wires to pass through, or you can use it as a mounting uh, slot. And then it has these uh, mounting tabs that are M3 size, so you can secure this to something else. Uh, it has a snap fit cover that has uh, little holes for the Stemma QT. So you can have breakout sensors connected to it if you'd like. We also have a hole for uh, the NeoPixel to shine through. And then these live hinges here are button pressers. So they can press the boot and the reset button. Access to USB-C for power. Access to the HDMI port for, you know, displaying text and graphics. Uh, it's very, very simple. We've got a, we'll have a learn guide hopefully go out later today or later this week as it goes through the review process. And then we'll also have a video that uh, focuses on the Feather DVI um, product itself with a little bit of the case in there. But that's pretty much it. It's very similar to this guy. This is the Feather RP2040 with USB host. So we, we got this kind of double kind of like that's like the trend that we're going with is the snap fit uh, cases that have these mounting tabs and these button actuators and access to the stem qt um so yeah that's going to be next week's kind of project a nice simple snap fit case for your feather dbi we have a lot of fun demos screen saver demos uh, for the feather rp2040 dbi uh, check out the learn guide uh, and uh, Phil B's learn guide as well on using PQDVI library for Arduino, and it also has CircuitPython support, uh, so you can you can use both to make some really cool um, screensaver esque projects. Mm -hmm. The art installation type stuff is what immediately comes immediately comes to mind because you don't have to use Raspberry Pi. That's you know, yeah, power hungry. You have to plug in. You have to boot up. You gotta. Oh no, there's an update. Oh no, why did I yeah. install the desktop? I should did command line. Oh no, I have no keyboard. <laughs> yeah, as I would... in, immediately starts your GIF or whatever art installation thing that you have going immediately. Yep. And because a lot of the TVs already have a USB power that, right yeah. there, mm -hmm. I don't need a whatever. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I've been playing around that. with the Philby's demo. Uh, Liz also made a a, a video yeah. synth that yeah. uses a, a couple of buttons and potentiometers to make a cool video synth. So cool. Um, I've been playing around with the examples from Phil B's Pico DVI Arduino library guide. He has a lot of drag and drop UF2 demos. Mm -hmm. These are really fun. So Flying yeah. Toasters is inspired from the 80s screensaver or the aquarium. Aquarium. So Our very own John Park is uh, <laughs> the Max Headroom inspired. Uh, screensaver, this really cool Amiga-inspired demo as well. So all of these work on uh, your HDMI displays. So that's what I've been using. Uh, I use I heavily use these in the video just to showcase uh, some of the projects folks can do. Um, so that is uh, going to be next week's project, and uh, we'll talk about it and have some live demos next nice. week. How cool. Yep. I'll right, save okay. Adabot for the next week, but you can share your new prop maker project all right staying on theme with nintendo we have not so new but the magic wand from chemic or magiku from super mario brothers and this is utilizing the brand new 
RP2040 prop maker feather wing. Not okay. a feather wing. I'm sorry. This is the it's feather. Full feather. The feather, the whole thing. It's an all in one board. Mine no more explode. feather wing. <laughs> yes, so thin. Oh my God. Nothing additional needed. You have your servos, you have your NeoPixel, you have your audio, Stemma, you have the accelerometer, accelerometer on there, yeah. battery charger, you have Stemma your audio gains. You can hook up a AA batteries by switching off the lipo charger. Yeah. Dude, this thing is freaking awesome. Oh my god. Like being able just the terminal blocks alone, being able to connect everything without having to solder. The only thing I had to solder was the um the slide switch, turn this guy on and off. Without further ado, there that is. Bam. So in the movie, you can kind of see the little glow going on here. Change that up. I think I am gonna print this in the clear. Yeah. Just running the demo code right now. So doing a little spin. You got the bat, the uh, uh, arcade button that'll activate the sound effects. I do have a speaker in here. You can barely hear it. I'm going to have to do the uh, 12 dB gain on that in the back to solder that up. But uh, in the movie, Super Mario Brothers, uh, Kemic, you know, every time that he's doing some magic stuff, you'll hear the... the Super yeah. cool sound effect I can't make with my mouth. Okay. Kind of sounds like um, when Mario's sliding down in uh, Super Mario World, he's sliding yeah. down a, uh, a hill. It's like the. <laughs> so it. I did a little <laughs> bit of a audio mixing to combine all the sound effects from there. But uh, when you push the button, it'll do the little spinny thing and then do the sound effect, do some LED glowing. So this yeah. is how many pieces? Three pieces. So we have the. Um, the uh, handle, the base, and then the little gem. And then look on the inside here. A little horn that is connecting that. So the horn is turning the gem. And then we have the NeoPixel 24 uh, ring in here. Continuous servo on here. And then on the bottom here, um, did, did you get the fusion file open for this? Uh, we don't. Need, we don't need to. We yeah, can we can do that. We actually release, release it. Mm -hmm. The prop maker is mounted to the bottom on here. Like that. We'll show the three sixty file next week. Um, okay. It's all routed up here for the servo, and then the speaker is actually hanging out right here with a little bracket. Oh yeah. Slide switch um, right up here, and then down at the bottom is where your USB C for programming and recharging the battery will live. Yeah, what kind of battery you got? We have the 2200, um, 2200 milliamp hour battery yeah. inside here. It's a little cylinder. You can kind of see it in there. Yeah, there you go. Oh, wow. Let's see the battery inside there. Yeah. You got a little thing to pop it out of oh, place. Cool. Um, I think screws together. You can see the little mounts right there for the screws. Nice. And yeah, nice modular. Um, nice little simple wand sound effects yeah. servo activated um I, I don't know what we can do with the accelerometer i guess uh, maybe shake it oh, it yeah. does sparkly or something maybe yeah, yeah. but yeah all sorts of fun options yeah, yeah. it's uh magic koopa it's a chemic or magic koopa? what what seo what do they like better chemic or or magic koopa <laughs> magic wand <laughs> Yeah. Yes, this is yeah, a that's clear. Cool. It's a clear button. Can we do animations when you push the button? Yay, nay. Um, oh, I didn't remove the thingy. What? I didn't know I had one of those. I didn't either until the 
the sunlight hit it, right? <laughs> but yeah, these are the 30 millimeter arcade buttons. And this is just hooked up to the uh, five volt on the, uh, the terminal here. You can, one cool thing to talk about, kind of switch over to just talking about your got googling or is it admiring how good the feather, not wing, prop feather maker. Yeah. <laughs> calling it wing. It used to be a wing, right? Yeah, it used to be a wing. It needed a... Dude, this is so much better. It's just one. Yeah, it's the only one board that we've been waiting for. Yeah, so you can share. It looks like, I don't know, about four. Um, that's one of the problems we always run into, um, the, the amount of ground connections that we have. And in this case, hopefully the arcade button, the 5-volt, too. So you can share. It seems like about four different um, wires is what the space is for this. So that was nice and easy to do. And then you have all the labeling back there. So it's super easy to connect everything up uh, without having to solder. <laughs> so nice. Yep. Very, very, very versatile. God. And you put Stemma sensors on there. So, wow, you can even turn this into like, a, I don't know, whatever temperature humidity says you're walking outside. It'll change colors or something. Yeah. Right. Or it could tell you it has a speaker. So you can say, hey, it's really hot. Yes. <laughs> so, man, lots of cool ideas. Yeah. Sensor aware props is a whole new level that we yeah. could really get into. But yeah, yeah I think the next couple, next couple months will be uh, just focusing on props. That's all we're going to do, just prop maker stuff. Yeah. Because, so. uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Only thing that I'm sad about is that Super Mario World is not open yet. Oh, that's funny. Why? That's where we would go to film all this stuff. That's we drove fun. by the other day on okay. a iDrive. You could see the Donkey Kong roller coaster being built. Oh, that's Holy fun. crap, it looks so freaking cool. It has like fake tracks. So it's like the the um, the Peter Pan ride where the track is actually on top. So you're being driven on top and you have a fake uh, track on the bottom that looks like it falls apart. So it looks like you're doing the freaking jump from Donkey fun. Kong Country. Oh, oh, that's it's so freaking awesome. Uh, nice. All right. I bet I got well, that's what you're prototyping. We do have a 3D model of the uh, prop maker, yes. if you'd like. It's yeah, in it's the learn guide. There's a learn guide with demo code. Prop maker, here it is. Let me load my screen. There's some funkiness with the way that we have to mount this because of the way that the terminal headers point through. And you can see the mounting hole for that one is like right on the terminal block. So the way that we came up with is, or I did for this one anyways, just little pegs that pop through and then two screws that go on to the other side. So that's yep. how we're mounting that guy. For demo code in CircuitPython, go to the learn guide under the CircuitPython essentials. There is a dedicated page called prop maker example. And by default, it ships with the Arduino. Um, yeah code but if you want to use python so you can do some rapid development you can mm -hmm. uh use this code here uh that uses the button the neopixel um uses wave playback but we also have mp3 support so you can use mp3s and then it's just printing out the accelerometer uh, motion data in the REPL, so you can uh, get an example of how how to kind of read out the the readings, but we'll have more demo code as we create projects, so folks can uh, start making advanced props. Uh, a lightsaber is on the docket as well, so motion activated <clears throat> lightsaber with sound. Yeah, basically every prop that we've ever every done. <laughs> yeah. Probably do a ray gun at some point. Oh 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, we've come a long way with props where we'd have all these individual boards that we'd have to wire together. <laughs> now it's just all in one, just really great. So Man, it's so nice. Yeah. It's so enjoyable setting okay, that stuff up and the, this the the stuff I don't even have time to to talk about yet. Like the clips, I'll show it off next week. The little I don't even know how to pronounce their name on Onami Flow. The little soldering clips that I posted about. Yeah, Omnifixo. Omnifixo. That's the name, Omnifixo. And then there's a screenshot of the CAD file. So that has the screw block terminal, the buttons, and all the ports so that you can make sure your prop is pretty accurate to uh, to the hardware. So get, get those. And we also have you know the schematic and the Eagle CAD file as well and data sheets for the accelerometer the rp2040 the amplifier it's all there it's all open source so all good stuff and that is the prop maker oh no i haven't been posting any links in the chat <laughs> yeah it's okay we're just getting back if you want to pick up uh, anything to build your prop sign up to, uh, to get notified when the prop maker is in stock Shout out to everybody who purchased the first batch. That gives us an idea of how many to manufacture in the next round. 10% um, off your order using coupon code ULTRAHAND. Let's go check that out. Yeah. And I guess we'll move on to Community Makes. Yes. Right, we have a few time lapses. Working on? Yeah. All right, first one I think is we stay on with Mario. <laughs> yeah, sure. First one is this really cool Nintendo Switch holder with the ability to hold a second set of uh, chucks. And then you have your little holder right here, which is compatible with the USB C charging cable. So you run the cable through here, it goes all the way through the, the um, we'll stem. Stem through the head. You have that little, uh, what is that little aligner thing that's on the back of the switch, so you can properly orient that and plug it right into the USB connector. Charge it from there. Has a nice little way to slot this guy in, <clears throat> like that. And then one thing I didn't show in the video because the tolerances of mine were all wacky is it does have a room for your games up here. So some of these slots do fit the uh, Nintendo Switch games. Uh, some not do not. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's just, I guess, the leveling line on my bed. Although it looks pretty level. Here is the... Excellent way to you know sort of hold your Nintendo Switch. A nice little holder for that. Mm. Uh, you can add multiple um, stems. I think there's like three separate ones, so you can make this quite tall. I only used ones just so it could stay within the uh, camera frame. Yeah, here's a photo of it um, with yes. the two tiers. There you go. Yeah. So. And then cool. that other one right there, the uh, the different uh, top part here, so you can actually play the game. This one's, I guess, just a charge. Um, it looks cool with having the dual extruded. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It look like with the. Uh, so these images aren't moving. I think I broke it. Yeah, so it's a uh, $6 STL. It's um, okay, yeah. by XAlt3D Designs. It's available on Colts 3D. And yeah, okay. there's 
there's lots of tolerances. Are I mean, this slides it. right in and out. There it is. Yeah. Somewhere where you could put your um, your switch uh, handles that have that drifting issue. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> this is where they go. Like, yeah. yeah. It's feel needed. bad throwing them away. Mm. <laughs> they are now a display piece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, has nice. I like the way that they have this uh, it slots in and then does a little turnaround to lock it into place. Nice. Definitely have to use that on something. And you can see the inside here. Actually, this does this come off? Yeah, this whole piece comes off. You can see in here where the wires will all route through. Through there, through there. And super cool. It's definitely worth the, what was it, six bucks? Yeah, six bucks. Definitely worth it. Cool. Sell this back together. Yeah, I really like this uh, locking mechanism. Definitely got to utilize that on something. Mm -hmm. In the time lapse, I show the non dual extruded one, but this one was done on the Ultimaker. You can see the dual extrusion on that came out yep. very lovely because I did not want to paint all this. Oh, yeah, you could paint it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I just didn't have any time. And if the files there are ready to go, I wanted to. Make sure that the Ultimaker is still good. It just did the uh, calibration on the the nozzles, and it was good to go. It came out perfect. Nice. <clears throat> yep, here are the switch. I guess they don't go all the way in. They're little slots. Oh. They just kind of huh. hang out there. Okay, then it should work then. Like I was saying, some of them did go in, some did not. It's probably okay. just my, the way my bed was mm, leveled. Or something. Maybe, maybe. I mean, the mesh for it is... Okay. Not the flattest. All right. Keep in moving. Another on to one the is... next one. Oh. Uh, is this not right? No, I was going to show yours. Oh, well, <laughs> we have three. That's one yeah. of them. There's three weeks that we're catching up. I can't. Sh Gavin took that one, and I don't know where it is. Uh, I can't okay. show well, that here's one of the time lapses. It is a, uh, a, a hinge uh, storage box for nozzles in the shape of a nozzle. This is from Toma 3D. Found Colts 3D as well. The STL is $1.93. So if you want to store your nozzles in a nozzle, you can do that. It's got this cool print in place. Uh, is it print in place? Very good. Yes, it's all print in place. You have okay, the very little cool. pot with the magnets there, so you can yeah, close you got it magnets. Up. Cool. That's really good. And hingy hinges, of course. Yeah, I like very it. Very nice. Okay. And then I guess this one is next. The Art Deco yeah. Base. I designed this one actually for our friend who got married. They wanted uh, these 1920s Art Deco inspired vases for their centerpieces for the tables. So I designed this infusion. Uh, it's supposed to be printed in vase mode. That's where the printer prints continuously in a spiral. And it comes out gorgeously, if I might add. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it looks great. We're using the copper uh, filament that we used on the uh, Ultra Hand again. Remember, not filament filled, not uh, it's just the right. color copper. Copper color, yeah. okay. Yeah, so it's just plain PLA. It passes being brown PLA. <laughs> There's a yeah, little right. bit of translucency because of it's it's only one shell. Yeah, one shell. And it's perfect with these uh, Lego uh, flowers that you built. Yeah, these are actually fairly new uh, Lego kits. Uh, the rose cool. and the yeah. summer tulips. Those are new. They're very fun to put together. Um, cool. So uh, yeah, I really enjoyed putting those together. Yeah, these are great. Um, yeah, they're very fun. And super cool. 
Yeah. So for the time lapse, I did have to um, hollow the sound. It does not look as good when you do yeah. the vase mode. Uh, but time lapses don't really work with vase mode because it, it's one continuous uh, path that the nozzle is going. When it gets yeah, to the cool. end, it just moves up, keeps going. You know, yeah. With a regular, it'll you know move out of the way um, so that the camera could take the picture, then come back. It would definitely under extrude, under extrude if I tried that. I mean, I have tried it. And that's why I know it doesn't work. Yeah. But yeah. It is excellent. Detail on this. I think this is a 0.25 as well. And oh, wow. Yeah. I see the layer lines a little bit, but Not really. it looks good. You can. It's one of those things where the layer lines look good on it because of the texture the texture it's creating with the pattern. Yep. Yep. So it's a solid thing. So if you, there, there's two STLs, right? There's a, a solid one for vase mode and then the, shell, the hollow one that's uh, 1.5 millimeters thick. There it is in uh, Fusion 360. Um, you can modify it if you'd like. There's the video. It's a free SDL, so you can download it. Yeah. And there's also uh, the Fusion file and the SDL, of course, and the step file. If you want to edit that in Blender or something else, yeah, you can do that. So there you go. And that's uh, this week's uh, time-lapse videos. Yay. We have a lot of community makes. We have about four minutes left. So let's see if we can run through them all. So first up, we have a remix of a very nice prop that could use oh, a prop yeah. feather. This is the, uh, the energy sword from the Halo video game series. Did they uh, add detail to the blade? Yes. Yeah, there's a full description here. How uh, cool. It's a full-scale model of the energy sword. Uses the circuitry uh, from the original file, but this version is scaled up and has stronger connection points with the handle. It's meant to be printed on a large printer, 350 by 350 or larger. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> That's so that pretty big. Yeah. yeah, it's got all the kind of electricity kind of um, details. And let's see, what kind of files did they add? STLs. Okay, looks good. And that was uh, posted up by uh, Badger Works on Thingiverse. Very nice. Very cool. We'll have to. Uh, oh no, this that. copy and paste is adding for a space as it's doing the pound 20 for a space. Okay. That's, Ugh, you suck, Google Docs. That's good. <laughs> Next up, we have a make of the Circuit Playground Snapfit case. This was posted up by Mosh Squasher on uh, Principles. And this is a nice little case for the Circuit Playground. It snap fits, and it has uh, you know access to all of the uh, touch pads, USB port, battery port as well. It looks great. Thanks for posting that up. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have a make of the Circuit Python parts they have all the parts printed out and looks like they're going to build it so that's a uh, camera slider it looks like this it uses circuit python i think right or is this the non-circuit python one no i think that's circuit python well no that's the one with oh, the this is the bluetooth one okay this one uses oh. bluetooth connect yeah i get confused right yeah this yeah, is not circuit python <laughs> this is uh bluetooth this is an arduino project but uh yeah okay cool Moving on. Uh, let's see. We have the Tuscan Raider prop. This is on uh, printables. 
um, posted up by Duncan uh, Clem. They uh, printed out the parts and they did some weathering. Wow. To make it, it look like, like it's, a, yeah, it's a very, very tall. <laughs> and they put it on their wall. Yeah, it's a very, very tall uh, prop inspired by the Mandalorian, or was it the Book of Boba Fett? Maybe the Book of Boba Fett. It was the Book of Mandalorian. <laughs> the Book of Mando. Mandalorian season 2.5. Yeah, so all of these uh, have threads and they just screw together so there's no glue needed. And you can print them in, uh, you know, the, the various colors of filament to kind of reduce any of the post-processing if you'd like. Um, but yeah, it was a kind of a different um, Tuscan Raider kind of thing. So I thought it was neat. It's like the chief of the Tuscan Raiders, I think, has this model. And that's what they all look like there with the threads. Very cool. And that was posted up by, again, Duncan. That's, a, I think, the first make of that on printables. No, there's, yeah, first make. OK, next up. Uh, D20 Dice posted up on Thingiverse. Uh, posted up by uh, D L'Oreal. It looks like they printed it in resin. Wow. And they added uh, some of that coloring to the, uh, nice. the labels. So it looks really nice. Very legit. Very nice. Yeah, I see a lot of folks printing uh, these D20 Dice without the electronics because the, the original project has... Mm -hmm. You know, electronics. And this would actually be a good prop maker project as well. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> there were so it many has like 50 boards in there or something. Uh huh. Yeah, it has like a, a trinket or something, right? Mm -hmm. a something. I don't know. A lot of boards. Maybe <laughs> we're able to fit everything in there. Yeah. All right. Um, this is a uh, remix of the Epcot Spaceship Earth project posted up by Joe. Um, printables and Joe just wanted to uh, use some different parts yeah. and some different magnets. Um, yeah. Turns out some of the magnets um, are difficult to get in Europe, so they got some mm -hmm. metric-sized ones, yeah. and uh, they took the uh, the model and they uh, made it fit their stuff. So all the stuff here and uh, links to some of the parts that he got off of Amazon because some of the parts just weren't in stock. So mm -hmm. you know oh, you can yeah. always use different parts. That's totally fine. And that's posted mm. by Joe. And then the last one is really, again, the uh, the Epcot Spaceship Earth project. Uh, let me go to the original model. Yeah, a lot of makes have been being posted up because it got featured. So shout out to Printables for featuring the model. Right. A lot of folks have been uh, printing it. There's just a lot to go through. So I'd just rather just oh, wow. kind of <laughs> talk to them. So Joe posted his up with his modifications. Um, uh, Felipe posted their version up. They're waiting on some of the parts to wire it up. Mm -hmm. uh, Brian posted up his make. He was able to find uh, all the parts on Amazon because they were out of stock. So that's really nice. They printed it in this like what this liked this light white color. <laughs> oh. uh, and there's just a lot of back and forth. So people are kind of helping each other out on how to like use different parts. And uh, some folks are still printing it because <laughs> it takes oh, wow. a lot to print. Oh, wow. That's um, a lot. Yeah. Here's another. I mean, it's here. definitely worth printing. It looks so cool yeah. as a display piece. Like we have it by like our little golden statues, Figment and Tinkerbell. Yeah, and it's a fantastic project. And a lot of folks are wondering, like, what's an alternative board? So I've been helping folks out to mm. just check out the WLED website to see what other ESP32 based wow. boards work with it. You can use a Huzzah, an ESP8266. A lot of people like the uh, the $2 board 
uh, I think it's like the DM Mini or something. Hmm. What is it called? Something. I've heard of that one? Yeah. No, a lot of people use that one. It's like a two dollar ESP board. That's what I'm saying. I've never heard of that. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people who do the ESP projects like those DM one minis, and uh, here it is printed in this nice kind of dark uh, gray color, like a gunmetal. So yeah, a lot of folks are uh, printing it out. And uh, shout out to the folks at Printables for featuring it because it got a lot of downloads. It's absolutely worth printing. Yeah, it's so very fun. Cool. So cool. And uh, if you haven't used WLED before, That's very awesome it, piece of uh, software. Yeah, it makes that it into makes a, it. Uh, a local server, a web server, a web server, so you can uh, control it through a mobile device. It's on Wi-Fi, so yeah, it's a, kind of an IoT project. Very and well. that's this week's Community Makes. Shout out to everybody for posting Ooh. up their makes. And good luck with everything. All the remixes. It's really good to see. If you want to pick up um, any of the parts to build your own, I don't know, Epcot stuff, 10% off. Ultra Hand is the coupon code. Yeah. Oh, uh, is this true? If this is true, this is going to be huge. Um, squid. Dot JPEG just posted on. Uh, uh, they're porting it or supporting it. Wow. Soon it will. So the WLED hopefully will support the, nice. the S3 and the uh, C3. Mm -hmm. And we have cutie pies f that use all of those uh, ESP mm -hmm. chips. So that'll be really nice to see. There you go. Uh, we have those in stock, but it's hard to, get to stock the OG ESP32. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to everybody who's been like waiting patiently. For the Pico Cutie Pie to get back in stock. Ooh, it's oh, there's a beta right now. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to try it out. Oh, good. Thanks for letting us know. It's good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. I, otherwise, I wouldn't look. <laughs> cool. All right. I think that's it for this week. Yeah, yeah we've uh, we, we're past our hour mark, but that's fine. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll be uh, hopefully here next week if all things go well. Don't forget, we have a show tonight. We have ask, we have show and tell yes. um, with a special guest host, uh, if all things go well. And then uh, Ask Engineer is at, uh, let me start over again, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time is uh, show and tell. And then 8 p.m. Eastern Time is Ask Engineer with another coupon code. New products, I think. And uh, top secret. INMPI, all the things that you know and love about uh, the Ask Engineer show. Um, JP's shows will return next week, I believe. He's on vacation right now. Yep. Well served. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us live on the show and for all the folks that are watching on the replay. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week, hopefully. Until then, remember to Make, Make a great. great day. Bye, everybody. Have a week. <laughs>